Hello and welcome to this edition of Atheist News Network. We got three articles for you. After thorough, backbreaking research, we've come up with three articles. Yes, yes. I would like to point out that Charlie was the one who got off his lazy ass for this backbreaking research, or should I say, Ferengula, where he probably got these articles from. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as Layton's been sitting around on his fat ass for the last two days while I've been trying to call him, he has been picking up the goddamn phone. Well, maybe if you would call me from your regular number, I would know not to ignore you. We got a podcast here. Wow. We got fans. So have you seen the Facebook site? We have 42 members, all depending on us to entertain them, and you sit on your ass for two straight days. Well, you see... I would like to point out that if, and this is a big if because I think those numbers are fudged, but if we do have 42 members, then they like the fact that I sit on my ass all the time because they keep coming back. How in the world can you fudge Facebook numbers? I'm sure somebody's just making up fake profiles and putting them up there. <laughs> uh, let's see, we got some uh, posts by Amy and Hannah. Uh, Hannah wrote, <laughs> I hope you're proud of your religiosity podcast. I'm spending a happy few weeks listening to every single episode because I simply can't get enough. I'll be proud when you're homeless and fired from your job because of us. <laughs> yeah, let's see some true dedication here because <laughs> with, the, uh, with the stats this month, I was looking and people have been downloading our Mormon Missionaries podcast, you know, how to scare them off like crazy over the last couple of weeks. So I thought, well, I'll listen to it and uh, and see how we did. And i got to tell you, we suck. You didn't like that, huh? I didn't like that. It wasn't as funny as we normally are. Why the hell would you bring that up? Because it's funny to me now. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> because it's funny to me. That's why what I brought it up. What in God's name is wrong with you, you fucking bastard? <laughs> why would you advertise that we suck? <laughs> and to stop downloading our podcast. Because it oh seems that everybody does the exact opposite of what I tell them to do anyway, so why not? Yes, uh, forget downloading any of our podcasts. They all suck. Forget yes, about yes. it. In fact, uh, only pay attention to the Catholic prayer. That one was pretty good. God. <laughs> any others you like to plug while we're here? Um, the Seventh-day Adventist wasn't too bad. Yeah, after four attempts. Yeah, well, you know. All right, let's get to the... Uh, actual articles um th this <laughs> uh th this i love it's it, it says church altar smites devout catholic <laughs> um this austrian guy apparently was crushed uh after popping in the thank god so uh devout but catholic the great thing is he was actually in there to thank god for saving him when he was stuck in an elevator so god saves his life from the elevator and then kills him in his own church yeah, so the story is that this guy's stuck in an elevator, um, and, and finally, like, he was there for an hour, and they finally got him out. Uh, he said that um, he had prayed for release, and God answered his prayer to get him out of the elevator. Yeah, do you think uh, it could have been the manager of the building who came down and got you out, <laughs> not God? That just may be my thinking. God gets um, credit for everything that's good and uh, everything that's bad, you know, Satan gets blamed for. Yeah, yeah. So he gets out of the elevator. He ran straight to church to thank God for releasing him. He apparently hugged a stone pillar on top of which rested a stone altar. 
which promptly fell on him and crushed him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the irony behind this, but also where are the building codes when you can have an 860-pound stone altar that will fall on you if you touch it? I have absolutely no idea. It's just sort of resting precariously on a, a stone pillar. <laughs> it's not fixed at all to the pillar. The pillar's not fixed to the ground. It's unbelievable. Maybe um, uh, Jesus was using his power to keep it there steady. This is the kind of God that, that I would worship, right? Yeah. He gets, he's probably pissed off that this guy is pestering him all the time with all these stupid prayers. And finally he's had enough. He rescues him from the elevator just so he can go in and kill him with a stone altar in the church. I, I got to admit, that's a much more interesting God than what we're all supposed to believe in. And I'd actually, I'd actually go to a church where this stuff happened routinely. I'd love it. Just watch <laughs> who is pissed off God this week. Well, I'd go just to watch God smite you because I know he, you're on his list. So. Oh, God loves me. <laughs> All right, the next one is a Mormon speaks out about Proposition 8 in church. This is um, a YouTube video. This guy you know, obviously planned it because they don't allow video cameras in the church oh. um, during their sacrament meetings. Now, the funny thing is, is for anybody who watches this, we here on Irreligiosophy have been pointing out time and time again that if you're a good Mormon, you won't speak out against your leaders and if you speak out against your leaders, which supposedly is your right to do, that they will squish you. And that is exactly what has happened here. Oh, yeah. As soon as the bishop, he's the guy with the gray hair in the video, yeah, uh, figures out that this guy's saying stuff that, that uh, goes against the leaders of the church, he stands up and whispers in his ear and... To the guy's credit, I mean, this takes a lot of balls. He's standing yeah. up in front of this entire sacrament meeting. And, Obviously and probably his, his own neighbors. Board. yeah. Yeah, these, these people are the people who live around him. Um, and he speaks out, says that I'm really disappointed in leaders of the church for putting tithing money toward supporting you know, discrimination against gays. So the bishop stands up, whispers in his ear, basically tells him, you know, you need to stop and sit down or there'll be consequences. He says, let me just finish this, please. Uh, and so the bishop says fine and goes down and turns off his mic. <laughs> <laughs> now what I love, what I love, not only does the bishop turn off the mic, but how long it takes him to figure out that this is against the church policy. Does that not state that the bishop's just up there staring off into space like everybody else is in the congregation? Not really paying any attention whatsoever. So the guy steps down and is escorted out of the chapel by another old dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure he doesn't cause any more disruptions. <laughs> well, of course, because uh, obviously he was in there for fast and testimony meeting because uh, I, I doubt they would have called him. Well, who knows? Maybe they could have called him for a talk. But uh, I recall that my way of stopping uh, the bishops and everybody from calling me for a talk or even bothering me about it is I would go up and – promptly agree to do the talk, and then as soon as I got up there, I would do something just so horrifying to the rest of the congregation that they would never ask me up there again. In fact, uh, one time I brought up the fact that uh, my mother always called me Little John, and that uh, I didn't understand it because she also said that my boobs were bigger than her boobs, so it was kind of a contradiction. You have a strange relationship with your mother. <laughs> don't all mormon brothers and sisters <laughs> so if there's any doubt that the mormon church is a gerontocracy i just want you to watch this video where these it's all enforced by these two old men yeah, <laughs> yeah like those guys. old guys could have stopped this guy had he caused a ruckus yeah and um 
the fact you know you can't take a video into the into the sacrament meeting in the church. It, it's disrespectful or uh, irreverent. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, so he obviously had a friend take a video camera and secretly video this. Um, as a matter of fact, you can't even clap in Mormon church. This is what they, they do everything they possibly can to make it as boring as humanly possible. So these poor people get up there and they do these little, uh, they sing a hymn or, or some church song and then they sit down. You know, the first time I went, <laughs> I, I went with my, my fiance, who later became my wife, and uh, they got this uh, girl up there and she sang for a couple minutes and I started clapping. I mean, like, hey. And then <laughs> I noticed no one else was. <laughs> well, actually, you you can actually applaud these people, but the only way to do it is to say amen. And so if you really want to embarrass them, you just say amen very loudly. I see. Yeah, you can't clap. It's, it's considered disrespectful. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I feel bad every time for these performers because they, you know. <laughs> well, maybe what, what that whole idea is, is they don't want to discriminate between the bad performers and the good ones. So if everybody clapped at one point, then the next time they didn't clap, you'd feel like a total loser. But then again, you're singing in church, so that's enough to make you feel like a total loser. So instead, they make everyone feel like total losers. <laughs> <laughs> that is the equality we must all strive for. There you go. We're all one in Christ. Uh, so this next article was sent to us by May, proving that we actually do read our Facebook fan group. Uh, that proves that you read the Facebook <laughs> fan group. That's true. <laughs> one of us does. Uh, it's... Um, did prayer violate injunction? Um, this is uh, in northwest Florida, I guess. There's uh, two Pace High School educators prayed at a school event last spring, and um, there had already been a previous court decision saying that you can't pray during school. You can't. Um, that two students sued the school for forcing religion on them. They found four of the students. And so they said, you, you know, you can't pray anymore at these school events. So these guys um, apparently are being charged with contempt of court uh, for violating that decision. Well, see, what I love is this. They didn't even attempt to do it at like a school event where they stood up and they said, let us pray before the football game continues or anything. This was to pray over the food. So basically they are up there making everybody bow their heads to pray over the food. Why do you have to lead a prayer uh, for food, first of all, and again, I've never understood why. You know, in the, in Mormon cultures, it's like if you don't pray for the food, you, you're going to get poisoned or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. So you have to open your mouth and let the food that went down get preyed on too. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to end up with health problems. It's it's like some health violation or something. But um, why are you thanking God for food that you purchased, <laughs> you cooked? And you are now going to eat. It's unbelievable to me. What did God have to do with that? Well, obviously, as this is a quote from Tom Jones, that anyone would be told they couldn't have a prayer, especially over a meal, which has been this country's custom and right forever. That's an issue that is strong enough that all Christians need to take notice of and do something about. Now, let me ask you something. Um, this has been this country's custom and right forever. So you're telling me all those Native Americans were praying over their food, too? According to Mormons, they were. Uh, well, we, we're not talking Mormon <laughs> theology here. Those, we're talking Christian theology. Those are the Lamanites. 
<laughs> well, you know, when they're righteous, though, they turn white. So obviously they are clearly they weren't. Yeah, clearly they weren't praying over their food. Otherwise, they'd be white. Yep. Yep. See, so obviously the Native Americans who are brown weren't praying over their food. It was only the white Native Americans, if you can call them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, according to the Book of Mormon, the black or dark Native Americans killed all the white ones, and so there weren't any left. Well, that's because they, while they were sitting there praying over their food, the Lamanites did something worthwhile <laughs> and cut them from behind. <laughs> <laughs> took advantage of them, and they went extinct. That, that totally makes sense. So all these Christians are up in arms, right? Uh, yeah. They can't pray at school. Um, clearly, they are having a very difficult time understanding a very simple concept. Yeah. And I'm going to help you Christians out. So we're going to go on a, a thought experiment here to help you understand what is wrong about this. I don't know if they're wise enough for a thought experiment, but we'll give it a try. Your children are at school. They are like this, uh, dedicating some field house. And uh, there is a Muslim uh, who is the, say, vice principal, or he's in charge. He's a teacher there in charge of uh, dedicating this. And he says, all right, children. Let's roll out our prayer mats, get down on your knees, and pray five times toward Mecca. Now, do you think there's a, any problem with that? The only reason you don't, you're not outraged at this is because you are the majority religion. It seems like if, if they pray Christian prayers, then you're okay with it. Yeah. Um, but just put yourself in the shoes of a student who's Christian, and he's forced to uh, bow his head or get down on a prayer mat and uh, engage in a prayer that's completely against his religion. Do you think that's okay? Do you think these Christian people would be fighting for the Muslims' right to force their children to uh, uh, have a Muslim religion shoved down their throats? Do you think they'd be upset at, the, at that at all? That's the great thing that I love about all these Christian protesters. I mean, seriously, can you not imagine that if you were the one lowly atheist in your entire school and it was being shoved down your throat, that it would not make you uncomfortable, make you feel like the outcast. And yet, it, obviously, since they are the Christians and the right faith, then it is their duty and their right to force it down your throat so you can have a saved soul. No one's stopping you from praying, you idiot Christians. If you want to pray, bow your head, and say it in your head. That's why God gave you a brain, so you don't have to talk everything. <laughs> you know, you don't have to. You don't have to speak everything out loud. But what if God can't hear what's the thoughts in their head? They have to speak vocally, right? Then they need to convert to a God who uh, is a little more powerful than the Christian God. Then. Uh, well, obviously, uh, they need to just offer up she asses to God. So bow your head, say a little prayer in your own head. Uh, there is no way that anyone can be upset about that or uh, force you not to do it. So if you want to bless your food, if you think engaging in some stupid superstitious ritual that uh, either gives thanks or, or prevents health problems before you eat, then be my guest. But um, the school cannot lead the children in a sectarian prayer. You know what I'd like to do at this school? We ought to take a lot of food that has uh, just bacteria in it, food poisoning, that sort of thing, place it in front of all the Christians who want to pray over their food, and if they feel that God will protect them, then let them pray over their food, and then they have to eat this bacteria-laden food while everybody else can eat whatever they want. And let's see if God protects them because of this little superstition of praying over the food. 
Yeah, I think that's a great idea. It, but you know what had happened? It's like the Appalachian snake handlers. Uh, the people who got sick um, weren't the righteous. Just they they weren't faithful enough. Yeah, obviously. Anyway, so uh, God, I'm sick of hearing about these stupid Christians and their um, thin skins, and they're getting all outraged that the courts are enforcing the Constitution. Yeah, well, I, I can't believe the courts would be enforcing the law that we set down years ago. Yeah, it's not like it's their job or anything. Yeah. All right, um, that pretty much winds up this episode of Atheist News Network. Sorry it's late. It was completely Layton's fault. Obviously, Charlie's for not calling on a proper phone. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you this Friday for a surprise. Uh, we don't even know. We're going to be surprised at what we do this Friday. I'm still surprised every time we do a podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>